All right, Leadheads, welcome back to the Talking Lead Podcast. Hope you guys had a great 4th of July Independence Day celebration. Uh, I know, you know, since it's middle of the week, it fell on a Wednesday, there have been people celebrating it from last weekend and all the way up into this weekend. So I'm one of those, guilty. <laughs> um, it don't stop. It don't. I mean, why? If you're going to put it in the middle of the week, then you might as well take advantage of it and have two weekend celebration of the 4th of our independence. That's the way it should be every year. You know what I mean? I, I will think. I say do it every day. You do it every day? Yeah. Well, I mean, you should. We should celebrate our, our independence every day. But uh, as you guys hear, I've got a guest, uh, and it's it's one you guys have been waiting for. You recognize the voice. None other than Jeremy with Defy Watches. What's up? You know what that means, Leadheads. He's getting ready to hit you with some awesome deals, and we've got some special news to talk about you about that new project that we talked about a few episodes ago. So we're going to get into that here shortly. But first... If you guys didn't check out last week's episode, TLP 251, we had Ranger Sniper Paul Martinez on talking about his new book, When the Killer Man Comes, Eliminating Terrorists as a Special Operations Sniper. We had the ladies from Stern Defense talking about their new MAG-AD adapters. That's uh, the adapters to convert your AR-15 to shoot 9mm or 40. They've got uh, 40 adapters as well. Uh, and they've got them for Glock, Smith & Wesson, and several other models out there. So you guys make sure you go back, listen to last week's episode. And we also made the big announcement for our new segment where we're going to be talking AKs, the Talking Lead Pioneer Arms AK Corner. And we're going to kick that off here very soon. First episode's going to be this month. So you guys be listening for a first episode of the Talking Lead Pioneer Arms AK Corner. So this week, as I just mentioned, we've got our good buddy Jeremy Smith with Defy Watches, Smith & Bradley Watches. And uh, he's going to be making a huge announcement here for you guys, something that you're really going to like. Uh, in line with our Independence Day celebration. Uh, and we're also, a little bit later on the show, we should be getting a call in from our uh, good buddies from Student of the Gun, Paul and Jared Markle, are going to be joining us. So we're going to have a big show this week, guys. Uh, so get your headphones ready, get your drinks ready, however you guys like to sit back and listen to uh, Talking Lead, because we're going to bring it to you this week. And because that we're able to do that is because of our sponsors such as Defy Watches, and uh, our other great sponsors like Ride On, Ride On Optics, the official optics of Talking Lead. You guys go check them out at rideonoptics.com or rideonusa.com and check out their new line of Gen 2 Mod 5s and Mod 3s, and they even started a more economical line in the Mod 1s uh, where you guys can get your, your 3 to 9 or your... Uh, four uh, wide field of view scopes for under 180 on one and under 150 on the other one. Uh, but then they've got your top-of-the-line scopes as well, all the way up to their Mod 7s, uh, where you can get that awesome 5 by 25 that I've been using. And they've got some new scope rings out, too. They've got a one-piece, 30-millimeter, uh, one-inch precision quick-detach scope mount. 
that you guys are going to really like also. So check them out at rightonoptics.com. X Steel Targets. X Steel Targets. The best, most affordable AR 500 steel targets on the market today. And they're American made steel targets as well. You get those from a good buddy Bud over at xsteeltargets.com. Uh, they shoot anything from your pellet gun all the way up to 50 BMG. Their targets can handle it. So go check them out, X Steel Targets. Uh, Pepper and I went out a few days ago, took some stuff out to the farm. We got some new targets from Bud, tried them out, and uh, had a good old time. Check them out, xsteeltargets.com. And then, of course, the official wristwear of Talking Lead, Defy Watches. I'm rocking my Battlefield today, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, I've got my tan tan line going with it and everything. Nice. <laughs> But, uh, shoot, how long have I had this thing? About six months? I don't know. Probably pretty close to that. Yeah, something like that. And it's still running great, man. Love it. Uh, All the functions are still uh, running good. The hands are sweeping nicely, keeping the right day and time. It's July the 6th, Friday, July the 6th at uh, 1324. Uh, Going to the pool with it? Oh, yeah, the pool every day. This morning I did my laps. Uh, I told you, you you know, I've taken about three or four months off from the gym and, uh, I've lost about 20 pounds, uh, but I'm still getting a little cardio in at the, at the pool every morning. Trying to stay in shape. Not, not as good as you though. I mean, you're, you're just, if you guys could see him right now, you're just like, he should be in the next Guardians of the Galaxy or something. You're standing for Drax. (laughs) Uh, well, we try. But, uh, you've got some big news. And we're getting ready to talk about that. Yes, we do. Um, but as we're talking, uh, make sure you guys go ahead and log in to uh, defywatches.com. Uh, you can see what we're talking about. Uh, and then we're going to give you another link here shortly that you're not going to want to miss. Not even close. You do not want to miss do not. You do not want to miss this. But that jack wagon train's rolling in right now, Jeremy. So <laughs> brace yourself, baby. The gunny's bringing the train in. Hoorah, Simplified, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. All right, so we're probably going to have two Jack Wagon trains this week. Uh, Jeremy's Jeremy's got one we brought in special for him. Uh, he's got a special candidate that he wants to throw on. We'll let you go first. I, I'm going to throw uh, that, our, that glorious Senator Maxine Waters in there. Maxine the who, Waters. The one that who wants to incite everybody that uh, notices a Trump supporter or sees a Trump supporter or anyone that supports the president to go up and harass them. You go into their face. If they're at the gas station, if they're at a restaurant, wherever they are at, if you can identify someone who supports the president, you should go up and harass them. So she made a public statement for people yes. to do that. Yes. Now, Maxine is a um, a representative uh, in California, forty third <clears throat> district. Been there since uh, twenty thirteen. Um, obviously, I mean, she's left wing. She's out there in California. Trying to get some more stats on her here. Nothing real interesting. Well, uh, I mean, she's trying to make a name for herself. That's for one. But every but- picture that I see of her, I mean, she's got this. You know, her nose up in the air. Her 
her frown on her face. I mean, it's just like she's just constantly mad, <laughs> put out about something. I guess what what in the world does someone expect if you are promoting someone to go up to someone and antagonize them? Yeah, well, that's just the the liberals' mo, man. I mean, they talk about how everybody should be peaceful and. You know, we shouldn't have uh, guns and to... But they're clearly taking away anything that has to do with democracy, and they're trying to go with bullying. They're trying to go with bullying. They're just trying to go flat-out bully people is, is what they're trying to do. But if you react to it, then now you are the one who's the violent person. Exactly. Right, well, and that's what they do. It's always the second person who gets caught, you know, so they're going to go in, and they're going to, you know, jab and, and poke and prod and... Uh, get a reaction out of you is what you know so is what they're trying I, I, to do. I mean this I mean to me it's kind of like the best thing the president could have ever hoped for is this. Is Maxine Waters? Yes. I don't know, man. I just I don't like I don't like the way that it, the liberals, the lefts are, are trying to take it because they're they're not getting behind our country. It doesn't no. it doesn't matter who the, and we didn't like the previous president, but we didn't go out and do this kind of bullshit, you know? No, but there is so the left group has to sit there and acknowledge and go, well, you know, uh, it has to divide its own party because there's there is a certain moral compass to a certain portion of them to go, you know, this probably ain't such a good deal. Uh, those who at least have a little bit of brain to them, yeah, well, and she's... that party even more. So if that party wants to separate itself, you know, division within itself is great. Because then it just leads them to be less powerful, but yet that small little group wants to be the ones that are powerful. They just get their, you know what, stomped in. Yeah. And and I was listening to something yesterday, and I made a comment to Tia. We're listening to, uh, I think I was listening to NPR. Well, I, I listen to NPR every now and again. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it's entertaining. Uh, but there was this one, uh, what's her name? She's like one of the more uh, up there NPR reporters. Uh, I can't remember what her name was, but she's got a real smug voice also, you know, a real contrary. Uh, and she she had this guy, uh, one of her analysts on or something like that, and they were reporting, you know, the Trump administration has imposed all these new tariffs, you know, on China and... On the cars and all that and stuff. Mexico, yeah, and all, you know, all these... Yeah, so it's the Trump... It's not... America, it's not the United States. They're trying to distance themselves from from the, from our country because they go, you know, it, the Trump administration did this. Well, no, the United States did this. It's not. It's not just the Trump administration. You know, that's it's the same thing like, you know, with the Dems right now calling all bloody murder about the separation of families at the borders. Well, um, that 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 was put into effect way before. Trump. He was just enforcing yeah. the law that was already there. But that he's the bad guy. Yeah. And it's what Maxine is doing, right? She's just trying to divide, you know, even further. You know, their their whole their whole you know, battle plan is divisiveness. Even though they say one thing, what they do is completely different. And they are trying to drive a wedge, you know, in between you know, our country and divide us, oh. and that's what they're doing. They're not instead of bring us together, looking at all the good things that's come out of, you know, his term so far. Which what has it been a year and a half? Yeah. You know, he's still got um, 
what two was it four years four years right so yeah he's got three and a half two two and a half years left so yeah and progress is and they're gonna sit here and and be this contrary tooth and nail fight him tooth and nail the entire time think about all the good things if they would just try to work with him that could be done even more can you imagine if they all said you know what even though we agree to disagree if they all went forward with the goodness of this country in mind, could you imagine how even better it would be? Yeah. I mean, truly better. That's where, as a party, you got to look at that person and say, she does not have not only our best interest, but the country. She does not have the country's best interest at heart. And you got to yeah. get rid of that kind of, that kind of personality. Well, you know, they've been already talking about censure and all this other stuff and removal. And, and you know, I, and I hope they do because that is, and, and it's no different from she is inciting riot behavior. Mm-hmm. I mean, anytime you incite and you get, and you basically, you empower people, you're empowering people to go commit crimes. Yeah. You know, and I, that's what I was telling you off air too. That, that was the exact vibe that I got from a lot from president, Obama when he was in office, you know, especially with the police riots and the shootings and, you know, just the the words that he used, chose to use to me just seemed very inciting, you know, it's like well, I mean, he was trying to get a rise out of people. The, and, the thing with her, though, is she's clearly empowering people to go do this behavior. What oh, yeah, she's not her? making any bones about it. She's coming out and directly no. saying, go, so, go harass so, and bully people. As the law specifically states, any behavior that creates alarm that that makes you alarmed or disturbed is disorderly conduct. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it is an arrestable offense. She's telling people to go do something that is an arrestable offense. Therefore, she is creating. She's almost creating mob action. Yeah, she's telling people to go out and do these things to commit crimes. A <laughs> a sitting house representative. Oh my gosh. So these people, they they never cease to amaze me. Uh, and I say these people, it's just all politicians, Republicans and and Dems both. Just the things that come out of their mouths, um, and that we can and we we just sit by and take it as a norm and just let them continue, you know, to spout off their their ridiculousness, where we have the power to remove them. Uh, well, I think they forget, and they think, well, heck, I'm here right now. You can't do anything about it because I'm already here. Um, you know, the first time they get started pulled out and they start getting removed, and they need to. Yeah. They need to, you know what, we're going to jerk your chain, you're out. Yep. And when they start doing that, and there's actions and consequences for your actions, because right now they think, oh, I'm just untouchable. This is what I do. Yeah. No, just not happening. Yeah. I mean, it even goes to the president himself. I mean, he says a lot of stuff that uh, makes it, ridiculous <laughs> as well. I, I don't, you know, I don't condone a lot. (laughs) I'm not saying the guy's an angel and my God, you know, I do support that he supports the country getting back on track. I do support that he supports putting everything in the people first. And look, do I like some of the inflammatory comments? Mm, Probably not because there again, uh, we can probably do a little bit better without the inflammatories. Yeah. And we get a heck of a lot farther, but you know, there's there's a time and a place, and sometimes there's not that. Yeah, it's just it's that d- divisive. Like you're saying, I'll use that word, divisive verbiage that they use. It's it's specific verbiage to 
put somebody against somebody else. You know, yeah. And, and we can do without that. And we're better people that we're a better country than that. Um, we know, but we know what starts a fight and we know what doesn't start a fight. We're mm-hmm. smarter than that. So there you go, guys. Uh, we're going to keep the, the jack wagon train stationed because we've got more coming when the Markles uh, get on with us. So, uh, Gunny, just stay on standby. we got more coming your way. Uh, keep Maxine chained down for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Keep her under control. You know, maybe, maybe put a, uh, a Subway sandwich in her hand and let her, let her have some lunch. Uh, but we're going to – Jeremy and I are getting ready to hit you guys with some killer news here. So this is something that we talked about a, a while back. It's a new subscription service yep. that, that Jeremy has been polishing up here over the last uh, couple of months. And in 11 days, 18 hours, 24 minutes, and 30, 29, 28 seconds, it's going to go live. So it's going to go live through Indiegogo. So we're going to actually crowdfund this. Okay. Um, I'm kind of the back end of the whole deal. I'm not the big, I'm out in the front of it since we're doing all the production and all the other stuff and design work with it. But what this is, is people will be able to. And this is called Zoobox. This Zoobox. is the Zoobox. Zoobox. We've talked about it before. The Zoobox is this close, ladies and gentlemen. So Zoobox is going to be a monthly subscription. And there's no minimum monthly. You can sign up once, get out, sign up again, get out, whatever you want to do. But the first part of Zoobox is there's going to be a $29 tier, a $99 tier, and a $299 quarterly tier. So $299 is not monthly. It's quarterly. Gotcha. And the $99 watch, you're going to see stuff like similar to the new Sans 13 2.0. You're going to see products that, are going to be having a value that five hundred to eight hundred dollars. Re- that you're that, that that's what you will pay for them. But we will be offering those through Zoobox for ninety nine dollars a month. Wow! So that Sans third that two point is like so that's like a so that's like a four hundred dollar watch. Yeah. So it, the thing is that you're going to be able to get these watches that are going to be and they're everything at the ninety nine dollar tier is all a Swiss movement watch. Everything at $99 tier is going to be sapphire, stainless steel, Swiss. No garbage, no lower end tier stuff with that. So that $99 watch, some months they'll be worth a thousand bucks. Some months they'll be worth 800 bucks, some 600, but it's going to always going to be an expensive watch. Nice. And it's always going to be a fantastic watch. Your quarterly one at $299, those watches are always going to be found on the net for 1200 bucks and up and up nice and up. the first one that's coming out of the gate i can i can leak this one to you the first one that's coming out of the gate at the 299 tier that's going to be on the crowdfunding with for zoo box believe it or not is actually going to be a prima a prima yeah whoa those it's are like prima. Yeah, it's a Prima dive watch, ceramic Crazy. bezel, 300 meter depth watch. You're going to get for 299. That dude is sixteen hundred dollars. Holy on our website. crap! 
And that's so, going to be through this crowdfunding that you're doing. This is going to be through this crowdfunding on Zoobox. Okay. It's going to change the complexion of how watches are done. And this time. and this website that they can go to as as and look at this as we're talking about it is launch l a u n c h dot zoobox dot com. Right. Right. There's no www. It's just launch dot zoobox dot com. Dot com. And uh, you so, can see it right there. Here's the cool thing about going to that. So when you go to launch.zoobox.com, you get to enter your email in for notifications about this. But when you do that, you are then entered into a weekly drawing for the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. You're giving away every Friday, and we may extend past one more, the 11 days, we may get like four days after that just so we can complete the drawing. Yeah. Every Friday, which today... We are drawing a Defy Classic watch to give away for free. And at the end of this program, before we launch on Indiegogo, we're giving away a free Atlantis watch. Wow. So, so what you have to do is you have to go in, give us your email if you're interested in getting more information about the Indiegogo program. Share it with all of your friends on Facebook. And then you are entered into that giveaway for the Atlantis. Very nice. So you're giving one away a week, and then at the very end, you're going to give away the Atlantis, the $1,200 watch. Yes. And it is a really nice watch, guys. Um, I'm looking at this black label you got here, too. What's the black label? Black label is another company that we work with. Okay. uh, But that's going to be a typical type brand that you're going to see within Zubox. You're not only going to see Defy and S&B, in Zubox, you're going to see multiple brands all throughout Zubox. We're just giving you a little sneak peek of what's going to come out for just for the first month. Yeah. But yeah. we've got manufacturers that, you know, from all over the world that we're working with, but they've got to be super high tier. So we're coming out of the gate really, really strong to show, you know, our first automatic watch at 299 tier is mm-hmm. a premium. The best, I mean, the best of the best that you can get on the marketplace. We're going to do the same thing at the $99 tier and at the $29 tier. That is awesome. So, so, so this thing at the launch, when they go and sign up, this is, what is that signing them up for? So Just, that signs them up for information for the giveaway. Okay. So once you sign up there, then you get to enter into the giveaway. Yeah. So you're not signing up for the box there. No, no. Yeah. So when, when can they go and sign up and say, hey, I want the $29, I want the... $99 or I want the quarterly $299. So when you give us your email, then we will notify you right when we're kicking that program off. So you'll know the moment we're kicking off. Now, a little heads up. If you did go in and give us your email, you're going to be eligible for a pre-purchase before the rest of the public goes on Indiegogo. We will notify you by email and say, we're going to go live in 48 hours. You can purchase your tier for a discount. So we're actually going to discount those tiers to early birds only if you gave us your email. Now, is that discount going to be for the first one or is that for there on after they get the discount price? How's that going to work? That will be forever. As long as you stay in there. Now, if you discontinue that next month and re-sign up, that discount doesn't apply gotcha. As long as you're logged in, you could be grandfathered in. If you're in there for a year, you're still grandfathered every time. So if you want to be in the $99 tier and you're like, no, 
I got a birthday this month, I got anniversaries this month, this and this, and you want to give away those watches to four different people throughout the year, there you go. They're your watches to do whatever you want to with, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So it makes life real simple. Very cool. Well, that's awesome. So you guys go and check out the the crowdfunding thing, the launch.zoobox.com. Go ahead and sign up now for the uh, weekly giveaways. And then at the end of the 11 days, and of course, it depends on when you're hearing this, today is July the 6th. So 11 days from, from July the 6th and 18 hours and 6 minutes. Um, they're going to give away the Atlantis. And you just get it by simply going and putting your name and email address right now. You're not signing up or committing to a monthly box. You no, just, you're, just, you're just saying, look, I'm interested in knowing more about it. There you go. I just want to be into this to see what's going on. If you're not, you're not. But if you want to see what's more what's going on, you want to see a bunch of stuff, you have interest in watches. Uh, and this is, you know, Zoobox is starting just with watches. Yeah. Zoobox will expand into other things that you will have the ability to purchase later. I mean, there's things that we are going to have in the marketplace. We're reaching out with other brands and partnering with, I mean, we're partnering with whiskey brands. We're partnering with men's goods brand. We're partnering with all kinds of folks. So the inception is watches and we will always have the watch tiers because that's the that's what we do that's that's what we're the best at yeah but so it's gonna gonna, as this grows and gets more popular it's going to evolve into other other high-end lifestyle um treats i call them treats i like like these things so yeah i mean very cool lots and lots and lots of cool stuff and speaking of the whiskey you still got to get me in touch with those guys so we gotta i reached out to them the other day and they are ready to go. So here's time with those guys. So guys, that was that was deal one. Uh, we hit you with right there, Zoo Box. There's more, but wait, oh there's God. there's more. <laughs> just How can we get more. Just for just for you leadheads. This is an exclusive just for leadheads. Now this is the you know Jeremy's thing. You know you got to be listening. You got to pay attention because you never know when we're gonna have Jeremy on, and he's gonna hit you with something like this. And it, it doesn't stay up. So people have emailed me all the time, like, well, where'd that discount go? And I said, it's only up for a little while. I can't leave it going forever. You've got to listen to the show to know. That's right. If you don't listen, you don't know. So as of right now, if you're listening to this, everything on Defy's website is 44% off. Across the board. Across the board. Everything. That's the Scout. That's the Battlefield. That's the new classic field watch. Yes. Is there another one that I'm missing? That's just it's those three, no, right? That's now. it for right now. We're getting yeah. ready to expand here after the summer. So we'll have two more product lines to add into the Defy line. So uh, it, we got a lot cooking, man. So you guys go to defywatches.com right now and you get the 44%. Is it 44%? Did I say it right? 44%. 44% across the board on any of those watches. Take your pick. Stock up for birthdays. For graduations, for weddings, for anything, you know, just just to say, hey, bud, um, thanks for being my bud. Here's a nice battlefield, you know. Hook them yeah. up, hook a brother up. Because <laughs> you know, we do get, we give away a lot of Defy watches because that's part of our. That's what we do. That's, yeah, yeah, we buy, we give. Um. You know how mind blowing it is when I see a vet or I see an officer and I just stop and I came in, here's a watch. And they're like, what? Like, what's this for? 
I'm like, because I have to do it. And I explained the program to them. They're like, this is amazing. Yeah. So I just have this urge to do this, man. I said, I have to do it. I, you know, the whole thing behind Defy is to give. Yeah. And so we're always constantly giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. And uh, here's a little side <laughs> story. We were uh, just traveling in Illinois. Coming back home, we drove. So we drove in our Sequoia, two kids, two working dogs, and my wife and I. Traveling back, and my wife got pulled over in Indiana for speeding. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, so on the back of the truck, we got the two kennels for the dogs. Yeah. And he walks up, and then of course they're canine. You know, one's a retired police canine. Of course, he attacks the window, going crazy. Oh. Wife says, "Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! We got our retired canine in here." He's like, "I see that, I see that." <laughs> and uh, so she says, "My husband's coming out. Is that okay?" And he's like, "Yes, that's fine." So I came out. We talked. He's like, "Hey, she was just doing eight miles an hour over. No big deal. Super cool." Got done with all the stuff. I said, "Are we done with everything as far as procedural?" He's like, "Yeah, we're all good." And we were just talking, you know, because I did I work not too far sure. from. Yeah, y'all had a lot in common. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Hey, can I give you something?" He's like, "Well." Yeah, I guess. As long so, as it's not a bribe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said, because I made sure, you know, stop's all done. All yeah. The, all the, the legal stuff is done. So I didn't never do that in the middle of the stop. Sure, sure, sure. It's, yeah. You know, I know. Them. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> so uh, I gave him a half a dozen watches. Damn. He's like, what What are you doing? And I said, look, man, this is part of it is. And I described to him. He's like, what? So he went back and gave, he took one and gave the rest of them to the guys in his, uh, platoon there yeah and he was just like man i can't i can't believe you just i was like this is what we do that's cool blown away i mean just floored so that's how we do we spread the love man yeah and i know you guys are um i don't know if i should say this or not you're working with fleoa yes Uh, yep yeah um so and you guys uh stepped up and you really helped us out with the sheepdog impact assistance we greatly appreciate that uh yeah for their their fundraiser Why don't we do this? Why don't you uh, find a couple of vets? You know what? Let's let's even go a little further. Okay. You need to find me five vets that listen to your show. Five veterans. Five veterans that listen to Talking Lid. See this? See this right here? Five. Ocho. No, that's eight. What's five? Cinco. (laughs) Cinco. (laughs) I'm bumping it up to eight. I said Ocho. So, give me this. Find me five. Five vets that I can send a free watch to. There we go. So we're going to leave it up to the leadheads. We're going to let the leadheads, five leadheads that listen to this show, you shoot me an email at talkingled at gmail.com and we got to verify it. I mean, we got to verify it somehow. Yeah. Give me a DD214. Give me an ID. Give me something. You know, yeah. Give me something that you can verify. We're going to verify it, but. So you send me a, a an email, talkinglet at gmail.com, and you say, I'm a vet. No, say, I want the watch. I want the watches in the in the subject. Say, I want the watch. And then give me a brief description of your service, um, how long you've been listening to the show, that kind of stuff. And then we're going to pick five random people from the emails between now and, uh, let's say, two shows. That'll give, give people plenty of time. So this is episode 252. Because I know some people are a little behind. They, they're maybe a couple of shows behind. Yeah, and with the holiday, you yeah. know, 
uh, everything. People people got to get get caught up. So this is episode two fifty two. So uh, by episode two fifty four, we're gonna pick those um, those winners of those five watches. Right. So, but in the meantime, you can go to defywatches.com right now, and until Jeremy states, you get a discount forty four percent across the board on all the watches that are there right now. Yeah, once, I'll tell you what, once we run through all the month of July. Okay, so for the rest of the month. So you got more than half the month left, Leadheads. So take advantage of that. That'll give them time if they're a show or two behind. Because I get those yeah. emails like, oh, man, I'm two shows behind. I just caught it. <laughs> but it's over. I know. I know people are hitting me all the time. like, man, is that deal still good? I was like, I'll, I'll ask Jeremy, but I'll make no promises. And you've been very good about helping some people out. So. Yeah, so we're going to run this to the end of the month. It'll give time. People get caught up on their shows, get back in there. And if they want the deal, they can get it. And we're going to give away five watches to some vets. we got to do it. Very cool. Very cool. That's awesome. Thank you for doing that. Absolutely. All right. So, guys, we have spun your heads around, I know, with, with this. <laughs> so we got we got two different things going on here. we got the Zoo Box. So make sure you go to launch.zoobox, and it's Z-E-W-B-O-X.com. And just sign up to get more information about what the, the Zoo Box program is going to be, the three different tiers. Uh, and then you're going to get entered into a, a every Friday drawing uh, up until the it kicks off uh, in less than 11 days or a little over 11 days. Um, every Friday you're going to give away a watch, and then you also get entered into win that Atlantis $1,200 watch. So just I mean, by giving your name and email address. That's my everyday wear, too. Oh, is that the one you wear, the Atlantis? Every day, every day. That's your faves. That's my. I mean, it's a rock, man. I hear you. Well, my my sands. I love my sands. I wear I wear it, but my battlefield's kind of my rock right now. I love my yeah. battlefield. The moment I go out doing anything out doing stuff, you know, because I'm always in the office or just out doing stuff, you know, my Atlantis. And as soon as I go out of that, working out, everything else, I got defy on. There you go. I'm waiting on that classic field watch. So uh, maybe. <laughs> Coming. Maybe I'll have that by um, October so I can wear it to the Iraq Veteran YouTube Range Day. That'd be a good watch to wear to that out in I Georgia. That then. I think you'll have more than that by then. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got to set you up. Yeah, I, I need I need more watches. Is it is it wrong to wear one on each wrist? I don't. Is that? Is that I'll a little, let you be the judge of that one. Would that be pompous? Or, I don't know. I'm not here to judge. I'm just a guy that sells watches. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Jeremy, thank you so much for Absolutely. taking the time to be on. And Leadheads, take advantage of these deals that Jeremy's throwing out there. Uh, again, tell everybody you know to listen to the show. Subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to your, your podcasting, or just go to TalkingLead.com, baby. Yeah. There you go. Jeremy, I know you got things to do. We're going to let you go. Thank you so much for uh, for dropping the bomb again, the discount bomb. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing you know everyone emailing you about getting a free watch, too. Yeah, so don't forget that either, Leadheads. Five veterans. We're gonna give away. What What are we giving away? Which watches? Their choice, or you got five in mind? Specific ones. Well, you know what? 
Let, let's do this. All right, let's do this. Let's, let's just blow everybody. Here you mind. go. The, the I, wheels are turning. <laughs> I know. It's like, how do you make this choice of which watch to which watch? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do five vets for a battlefield and five vets for, should we do it? Oh, my gosh. Are for you, a scout? Are you doing 10 now? <laughs> you just doubled it? I just did it. Man. So here it is. Five battle, five scouts. Awesome. There you go. Yeah, so I don't, you know, I don't want to limit someone who goes, man, I really wanted a battlefield, but I got this one. I didn't want that one. Or I wanted to scout. Ah, you know what? Scratch. Five and five, man. There you go. Very good. So there you go. Ten vets. Ten vets now. So we get five battlefields, five scouts. That's awesome. You got now until episode, uh, I said 254, uh, is when uh, we'll be... Picking and choosing those emails. Talkingleadgmail.com. Subject, I want the watch. And then tell me uh, about yourself, your service, and uh, good luck. Good luck, Leadheads. I want to see the stories, too. I want to know everything. That we can yeah, I'm going to share everything. I, 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 I love it, man. I'm going to share everything with you. Yeah. I love it. You'll you'll get everything that I get, definitely. Everything, so. everything that we can do to give, that's what we want to do. Very cool. All right, guys, uh, stay tuned because we're going to tune in with the Markles here just shortly. So stand by. All right, Leadheads, the moment you've been waiting for. They have arrived. The Markles, Paul and Jared Markle, ladies and gentlemen. Do we talk now? The crowd goes wild. Yeah, man. You know, you know how it works here. Is this, how this, is this microphone on? Is it on? Is it working? I think it is since it's my microphone. <laughs> so coming at you, Gledheads, all the way from, is it considered Midwest? Is that where you would? No, no, no. Midwest is Indiana and Illinois. We're in the West. So you're West, West. The real West. We're on the other side of the Mississippi West River. Way West of the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Coming at you from, you said you're in Saratoga and where are you, Paul? I'm in Saratoga, Wyoming. Oh, you're in Saratoga. Mm-hmm. Hey, Leadheads, this is Jared Markle from Student of the Gun. I am recording from the satellite studio in Salt Lake City, and I'm actually in the Black Rifle Coffee building. So Nice. Yeah, if you're in the area, come by, enjoy some coffee. I'll show you around the, the shop. Are you well caffeinated right now? Yeah, I have two cups of coffee sitting right next to me. <laughs> Why cool. is that? Because you can never finish one? Because I forgot that I had one and I went and got another one. <laughs> I've had it's been weird because I've had like three different coffee companies send me coffee and I don't even yeah. drink coffee. What? I'm send not, it to me. I'll I'm give you my address. I'm not well Tia is Pepper. She likes coffee, so I give it to her and she's kind of the the guinea pig, I guess. Okay. Mm. So but she likes she loves black rifle coffee. I think she um was it NRA? I think she stopped by their booth. And uh, got some there, and she's like, "I really love this stuff." Yeah, it's, they always piggyback with FN. Yeah, they, they'll they grab a corner of the FN booth. They did that at Shot, and they did it again at NRA, and they were giving out. They, those guys are, are are crazy generous. Not only were they giving out uh, free small cups of coffee to anybody who asked, they were giving away mugs too. Oh, they were nice! Giving away China mugs for free uh, to anybody until they ran out. Mugs from China or China. Well, yeah. like the material. Really, you want to be like that? <laughs> they're, they're made of glass. Only it's not really glass, glass. 
It's blown. Yeah. It's it's hardened. Hardened sand. Oh, those two things are good. It's all good. Jeez. Ah. So you guys are in wild. You you made a, a huge move from you went from down in the bayou to Wyoming. What what yes. got up what got up your butt? Uh well it, it actually was my wife's idea. Oh, it was your wife's so, idea? Well there you yeah. go. And that that's it. And and so uh, I figured I better it. capitalize on it until before she changed her mind. So <laughs> she's like, I'd like to move to this place here in Wyoming. And I said, Okay, let's go. <laughs> so how do you did you like scout it out beforehand or or yeah, I, is it just I, you know, I've actually been I started coming to Wyoming in two thousand ten and I'd been up here in the Platte Valley uh numerous times before. And uh, you know, she she brought it up and you know, the kids are the kids are grown, our daughter's married, Jared was moved out moved out of the house, Zach is, you know, he's an adult now and uh you know, we were sitting at the kitchen table and she said, You know, we don't have to stay here anymore. And, you know, she was right. We didn't have to because yeah. I was I was no longer contracting. I was working for myself, and I can do this business. I can do what I do pretty much anywhere uh, in the world as long as I have an office space and an Internet connection. Intronet, so, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, she she said, well, how about this area right here in Wyoming? And I'm like, baby, I've been there. She'd never come out with me on any of my hunting trips, but I'd been here. And I said, well, yeah. So we took, uh, we took a week, we drove up here, we stayed at a bed and breakfast, we met some locals and, you know, talked to a real estate agent and, and did all that. And we were yeah, really happy with it and we made the decision. Yeah. Talking to that real estate agent, that's your downfall. Those real estate agents <laughs> can, can be uh silver tongued, you know? <laughs> well, we actually had one that, you know, once we decided we had to go back to Mississippi and pack everything up, we had to pack up two households, Jared's household, our household, and then. We had an entire business, you know, we had a 5,000 square foot building yeah. in Biloxi that was our student of the gun studio. The studio, uh, yeah. And so we had to take care of all that and move it up here. And uh, so it's a fait accompli. We've been here over a year now. And Congratulations. And I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So you're loving it. Absolutely loving it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you, Jared? You want the long story or the short story? You can talk, you know, you can talk too. Okay. Okay, I can talk. I'm allowed to talk. Yeah. yeah. For permission, sir. I appreciate it. Um, Alex actually had a business convention here in Salt Lake City two years ago. So she came up here. She flew up to Salt Lake City, and I uh, drove up and met her And because we were going to start our vacation. We had a two- or three-week vacation. So I met her in Salt Lake City, started the vacation there, and then we drove uh, through California to go see where she grew up and then back across to Mississippi. And when I got to Salt Lake City, I was like, wow, I love it here. And she loved it here. And we're like, well, we can't really do this because it's 2,000 miles away from Biloxi and we can't run the business that way. Um, and knowing what I know now, we probably could have, but it wouldn't have been <laughs> as easy. Yeah. And so we got back home and I kind of pushed that to the side a little bit. And I, I got, I, I was talking to my mom and she's like, well, I've been thinking about moving to Wyoming. I was like, holy crap, where? So she pointed on a map and I was like, that's five hours from Salt Lake. This might work. So and you guys so, didn't, you hadn't talked about this prior. This was just kind of, you were thinking about it and then they were thinking yeah. about it and y'all, y'all weren't communicating that, that you were yeah, actually thinking about it. I moving. just kind of wrote it off. Like it's, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So you were I thinking about how you're going to drop this bomb on your dad's like, Hey, we're picking up and moving, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. All the way to Salt Lake city and we're going to do this. So it, it just kind of worked out that way. And, 
um, I'm a faithful man and we're a faithful family and it just kind of fell into place. And I, I believe that that's the way it was supposed to be. Very cool. Well, I mean, yeah, you're in the offices of black rifle coffee right there. I mean, damn. yeah. Yeah. And the, the interesting, can I tell that interesting part of the story? Yeah. Well, you know, we've been doing the, uh, the, the pocket lifesaver kits for quite a while. Don't you Marty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like five years or so. Yeah. And, uh, a few years ago, probably, I don't know, crap, probably four by now, <laughs> But uh, a friend of mine who was a uh, Special Forces uh, Sergeant Major, uh, he told me, he said, hey, you need to check out these tourniquets, and they're they're designed and made by a guy that I was a teammate with. And so he sent me a rat's tourniquet, and I was like, ah, oh, these would be perfect for our kits, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, I like the, other, you know, there's some other tourniquets that I really like, but they're just not quite compact enough for everyday you know, citizen carry. Right. And I don't, I don't want someone to have to put on a backpack or a special pouch or whatever, because we all know that if you have to do that, you'll never do it and you won't have (laughs) the gear when you need it. So long story short, we started carrying rats tourniquets. I contacted this guy, his name's Jeff. We started carrying his tourniquets and we've been doing it ever since. And, uh, well, Jeff, I, and I didn't even realize at the time, of course, when I started carrying his tourniquets, uh, black rifle was like in their infancy. They were actually just in their, their startup stage. Yeah. And we found, and I knew he was in Salt Lake City. And then I found out, and then I was like, oh, well, Black Rifle's in Salt Lake City. I didn't realize that the ready man, that's who does the tourniquets, is in the exact same building. Wow. They're in the same building what a quinky as dink. Black Rifle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I contact, and Jeff is a silent partner. You know, everybody always sees Evan and they see Matt Best and they see them on the commercials and the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. But Jeff, uh, the guy who was, uh, he was, U.S. Army Special Forces with my friend Shane. Uh, he's one of the, he's a silent partner. So when we did all this moving, I contacted Jeff and I said, "Hey, man, you know we're out here. Jared's in Salt Lake. Let's let's hook up. Let's you know spend some time together." And Jared was looking for an office space, and Jeff's like, "Well, dude, don't don't go rent an office from somebody else. I've got space for you. We can work a deal." Yeah. So. So it's kind of like, you Perfect. know, throw me in the briar patch. <laughs> <laughs> I was born and raised in a briar patch. So, uh, you know, there's Jared in the, uh, the ready man office space, which is basically black rifle coffees building. And, uh, I mean, that's awesome. Is, everything just seemed to fall in place with this move. I mean, it just worked out yeah. great for you guys. So that's awesome. Um, so you're in Wyoming now. Um, what's the biggest difference from, where you were in Louisiana to where you are in in Wyoming. Is there anything okay. you miss in Louisiana? Well, I was in Biloxi. Or yeah, you're in Mississippi. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. In Mississippi. That, that's cool. We're, I always but, get you uh, guys close to, uh, to our buddies down there at Atlas. I mean, y'all are real close to them. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're only two hours from those yeah, guys. Yeah. Uh, but well, one thing I, I guess I will have to admit that I miss, uh, is access to the hard rock. Because the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, my wife was a VIP there, and she had the, the <laughs> she had the points. The pl- she had the Platinum Players Club card, you know. Yeah. Uh, so every time there was a concert, they would send her a message, an email, or or something, and say, "Hey, would you like free tickets to this concert?" And I, dude, brother, man, I saw oh. a lot of really good concerts at that. Venue. Oh, bet yeah, at the Hard Rock, hell yeah. I saw more concerts in in, in the last ten years than I saw my entire time growing up, you know. <laughs> When you when you think of concerts, most people think your teenage years and stuff. But uh, no, and it, it, so I do miss that. Uh, I don't miss the traffic. I don't miss the humidity. Um, mm. the, the fact that everything either rusts or rots yeah. down there. Mm. Yeah, everything either has 
you know, it either rusts or it has, you know, green corrosion and, and you can't keep things in your garage. Yeah. Yeah. So up here, we're at 7,000. I'm sitting at 7,000 feet right now. So that's not a problem. If it floods there, then there's something really going wrong with the world. (laughs) Oh yeah. If, if the floodwaters get to me, you, uh, you guys are all, you've all done drowned by then. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we're making our way towards you or something. Yeah. <laughs> no we'll doubt. put the, we'll put the arc up on the highest point. There you go. There you go. So, um, there's other things that we want to talk about. There's twofold, or at least threefold reasons why we got the guys on. Hadn't, hadn't had them on in a while. I wanted to talk to them. Uh, wanted to talk to them about their move. And then we've got some more big news, uh, from Paul. But first, uh, the gunny has been waiting patiently with the jack wagon train. Uh, we, we've already thrown one jack wagon on this week, uh, and it was that uh, Maxine Waters. Oh, man. Um, why you got to go there, man? Well, because she needs to be on the jack wagon train. That's why. So, so Maxine <laughs> is sitting she's there. She's on some kind of train. Yeah, she's on the jack wagon train, right? And Jeremy threw her on the jack wagon train. Um, so we're going to fill it up with some more Jack wagons. I'll go ahead and kick it off. Uh, I was reading this article the other day and it was about, and it's not necessarily, all right, let me just read the situation here. So press release lions kill suspected poachers on Sabua game reserve. It says, sometime during the night on Sunday the 1st, it's July the 1st, uh, in earlier hours of Monday the 2nd, July, a group of at least three poachers entered the Sabua Game Reserve, and I'm probably saying that wrong. It's S-I-B-U-Y-A. I don't know. That's how Sabua. Sabuya. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine, man. They were armed with, uh, amongst other things, a high-powered rifle with a silencer, an axe, wire cutters, and had uh, food supplies for a number of days. All the hallmarks of a gang intent on killing rhino and removing their horns. Uh, one of our anti-poaching dogs alerted her handler at about 4.30 a.m. Monday morning that something was amiss. At the, at the same time, the handler heard a loud commotion coming from the lions, so she suspected that was what had alerted her and was not concerned. It is not unusual to hear them at night. However, now appears likely that the dogs had been alerted by something else out of the ordinary coming from the lions. This is about 4.30 p.m. on Tuesday, the 3rd of July. One of uh, their field guides on game drive alerted an anti-poaching unit that there appeared to be human remains as well as other items in the immediate vicinity of the lions says, I was immediately called to the scene where along with the APU, we found the high-powered rifle, gloves, wire cutters, and the remains of a backpack with food, water, and other supplies. We immediately alerted the Association of Eastern Cape Game Reserve, anti-poaching cluster, and the police. Clearly, the poachers had walked into a pride of six lions. Jeez. <laughs> if not all, they said... And some, if not all, had been killed. <laughs> Can you imagine well, if, this big bloody dude carnage? If, yeah, if they were poachers, they were not very good poachers. So <laughs> that. <laughs> no, they weren't. As it was already dark, it was not possible to investigate the area until first light, at which time 
we arranged uh, for our vet to dart the entire pride of lions so that police forensic teams assisted by anti-poaching unit could comb the immediate area for clues. And it says at this stage is not clear. So they're still investigating this as of um, about a day or so ago. But uh, poachers, I'm throwing, I'm throwing poachers on the jack wagon train. Uh, and I'm throwing these lions on uh, on the good guy train there. So good for the Go lions. moment. Yeah, good for the lions uh, for taking care of the poachers. Yeah, that is a that's a, a huge problem over there. Matter of fact, um, you you know uh, James Yeager was just over there a couple months ago. Was he, he um, there training people? Yeah, he was training the anti poaching police. I heard the, about the, that. The troops. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that. Yeah, he got uh, invited over there because there's a, about that. an international organization, you know, that, and what he, he found out, uh, he got over there and he found out these guys, um, they really needed a hand yeah. and, you know, they, they don't, they're, and they're not asking for crazy stuff like, like satellite, you know, satellite phones and, and night vision. They just need like quality boots and flashlights and field knives and, and, you know, cleaning kits and mm-hmm. things that you and I would take for granted. You know what I mean? Right. So he went over there and worked with them on patrolling and shooting and, uh, you know, how to clean their rifles, care for their rifles, uh, marksmanship techniques and, and well, I've so heard so of, of, uh, places like this reserves, like this hiring, you know, uh, operators, former operators to come out and just set up teams to do exactly that is to, basically eradicate eradicate the poachers and it's legal over there to, to shoot poachers you can shoot a poacher over there it's completely legal they do oh, it from you. helicopters oh dude <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'll bite my tongue no go ahead say it <laughs> i'm just saying you know that would we we hunted hogs from a helicopter um and i don't think humans can run as fast as hogs so <laughs> i i guarantee you they don't <laughs> <laughs> they they can't blend in as well as uh as hogs but uh no i th- i think that's that's good um good for the lions and i have n- i have nothing against big game hunting at all um and and the, that's the problem is that these poachers come in and mm-hmm. you know they're just wiping out just herds and herds and herds of of these big game wild animals and you know that's the problem when you got when you got the controlled hunting um, guides and outfits that are out there, you know it's bringing in economy for yep. these people. So as these poachers are coming in, they're stealing money that's going to um, the local economy there. Yeah, and food because you, like I know some people food, I've yeah. never been on a on a safari, but I know people that have and they tell me about it. And the the little villages or the communities over there they use every single piece of the animal that is killed. Yeah. Do something with it. And they, if use you're, the skin if you're for clothes or furniture or, you know, whatever they use the bones for tools and yeah. Yep. And if you're a poacher, then you're taking that away from that community. Yeah. But then you're also taking away, you know, a big game hunter from another country coming in, spending their 30, yeah. 40, $50,000 just to just to do the hunt, and then of course they get to spend another you know thirty forty fifty thousand dollars on each animal that they that they they harvest. 
Um, but but uh, the big game hunters are the bad guys. Didn't you know that? But they're the ones that are keeping everything going. They're the ones that are keeping the, <laughs> you know, paying for these reserves to breed them and protect them and, you know, have a, a place for them to, to thrive. But yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the way the, the lefty are, are, are people who do that, are they leftists as well? Um, who, who don't like hunting or we call them leftists as well. Uh, the, the term leftist is kind of expanding and encompassing more and more people. I, 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 that's kind of what I've noticed recently, yeah. or maybe it's the older I get and the more experience I have, the more I realize just people are full of crap. <laughs> it could be it too. You guys have any jack wagons you want to throw on the train? Um, no, I, I, I don't, I, I don't liar. You know, you got somebody you got to beef with. Come on. I got to beef with everybody. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> How do you feel about Bill Clinton. Well, an easy one is the, uh, is that, uh, guy in Austin who decided it'd be fun to, to pick on the teenagers by throwing their drink on them and taking their hat and cussing them out and so forth. Oh, wait, I hadn't uh, heard this. Tell me, tell me what you haven't heard about this guy. Uh-uh. Oh, it's, uh, it's been all over the internet because one of the teenagers turned his phone on when the guy started harassing him. Of course. But yeah, yeah it's like some, a couple of 16 year olds are sitting in a Whataburger in Austin, Texas. And this, this fully grown adult man comes up and starts harassing him. Cause one of the kids has a red hat on mm -hmm. and, uh, he grabs the hat off of him and he cusses at him. Then he grabs the kid's drink and throws it at him and tells him, blah, 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 how you like me now or how you like that now. And. F you and F your president and so forth. This is, and well, it got put, it got posted and then the news agencies picked it up and they found this guy and he's since lost his job in the, as you know, well, so he was probably thing. one of the, uh, the people that Maxine waters, um, has been propagating to go out and harass. That, absolutely. Everybody. And, and it didn't take very long for people to pick up on that. And they're like, well, didn't she just tell her supporters uh -huh. if you see Trump supporters anywhere, get a group of people and harass them and tell them they're not welcome and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, w when your enemy says they're going to do something, you need to pay attention because that's what they're going to do. Unfortunately on yeah. our side, we, you know, our enemies will tell us they're going to do something and we're like, oh, they're just stupid. They're just, idiots. but, but then they do it. Yeah. You know, it's like when black lives matter was marching down the streets of New York screaming, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want it now? And that was before the Dallas police murders. Yeah. That was before the assassinations of several police officers at gas stations and gas pumps. So when your enemy says they want to do something, you need to, to take them at their word. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't just take it as flighty. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're just, they're just crazy radicals. They might be crazy well, they radicals. Are. They're crazy radicals, but they follow but, through. But that doesn't mean, <laughs> yeah, they're not, it doesn't mean they're not capable of violence. Well, and that seems that seems to be all they're capable of is is hate and violence. <laughs> it's because they're bullies. Yeah, they are. Democrats, leftists, liberals, whatever you want to call them, they're bullies. That's how they get their way is by bullying people. It's the way it's always been, and the way it's going to continue to be. They don't, you know, they they say that they're the most open-minded, welcoming, progressive-minded, blah blah blah. When it, in truth, it's the exact opposite. It's yeah. like. We're literally dealing with Ministry of Truth, 1984. It's Orwellian. Orwellian, you know, they go I like on, that. Yeah. They go on camera and tell us how they're the most kind and, um, and tolerant people in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite, yeah. They're so violent when they don't get their way.
It's ridiculous. So any anybody else for the jack wagon train, guys? Um, I've got one. There's it's yes. kind of in a in a lighter vein, I guess you could call it. It's it's nothing to do with politics, but there was a uh, lady at a McDonald's in northern Chicago, or I don't remember the northwest ta- city or something. Near North Chicago, yeah. Chicago. That's what it was. Chicago. She's in McDonald's and she whipped out a hammer and started uh, hitting a teenager I, in the face because about the teenager was too far. Some something about place in line in front of her or something. Yeah. So the lady pulled out a hammer and started beating her with it. And of course the security guard, which I, I just like it, I just had the epiphany. Why was there a security guard at McDonald's? Cause yeah. they always have problems there. That's why. Cause they get free coffee. I don't know. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and so the security well, guard Chicago in, too. I mean that yeah. right. North Chicago. Yeah. Near North. And that's Near actually North. the name of the town. I was like, Near North, what does that even mean? So I looked it up, and there's actually a Near North Chicago. That's a city there. Okay. Yeah. So this so, lady got cut in front of, and she beat a teenager's head in with a hammer. Yep. Yep. Pulled the hammer out of her purse because, you know, she, maybe she's going to go do some carpenter work after she got Because she's not strong enough to, to cock a slide, so she carries a hammer instead of a gun. There you go. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I hadn't heard about this. So did it? Did it kill the kid? No, no. Yeah. It just. Uh, but there was like a mini riot in the uh, in the McDonald's uh, lobby. There's video of it. It's first off, disgusting. if you're if you're a teenager and an old biddy's coming at you with a hammer, how does she even get close enough to hit you? I don't. Well, this wasn't an old biddy. This woman who attacked her was 36 years old. So. Oh, so she wasn't old. She was. No, no. She's young. just a. She's just a monster. Just a monster. Did I say lady? Uh, you said lady. I don't. Uh, I do. I don't think you were age specific. You, you assumed. I'm just, just. I'm just picturing just, my mom at McDonald's with a you know somebody cutting in front of her and her reaching her purse and grabbing her hammer and <laughs> jacking somebody. With it. You know, my mom's like seventy five. You know, seventy eight. So she can't cock a slide. That's why I said. <laughs> that's why they make revolvers. Sitting, uh, a hammer is indeed lethal force. So. Yeah, well, it, it is. So, I, are they going to start? You know, they going to start outlawing hammers now? No. Death well, you know, or ban that hammer. Yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to it ban was, hammers. Was it black? I mean, is it the evil black hammer. Uh, I don't know if it was a black assault was hammer. Is it a Bushmaster? Yeah. If it had a yellow handle, it probably would have been okay because you know. Yeah, safety, safety. First. As long as it's not black. <laughs> it had a red tip, so it had a thing that goes up. <laughs> so there you go, Gunny. You got you got your train full. Get that jack wagon train out of here and don't bring them back. Now, are you guys familiar with uh, that chick uh, a while back from uh, was it Kent State? I think her name's Caitlin Bennett. Uh, she she went viral on like social media, Instagram, where the day she graduated or like soon after she graduated, she uh, put an AR. Oh yeah, the AR picture, the graduation photo. Yeah, it says "Come and take it." It's carrying a sign. Mm-hmm. You know, she's in her pretty little sundress, just walking around campus all over Kent State, taking pictures with the with the AR. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that picture. I thought that was that was awesome. I guess recently she's done a video of her shooting. I guess that AR, um, as well. So that's kind of made the news again recently. But I thought that was kind of. Yeah. 
Cool. But that's separate from the jack wagon train, right? No, the jack wagon train's out of here. This is people that we are are praising, I guess. Um, okay. You know, praising her for her her antics, you know, rubbing it in their nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then that lady, I think I got I sent you guys the link um, that got carjacked. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? The oh, Dallas, yeah. Dallas mom stops carjacking by shooting suspect in the face. Shot That's him one in the, way to do it. Shot him in the face. So this uh, mom, let's see what it says. Michelle Booker Hicks packed her SUV, um, parked her SUV at a Shell gas station, went inside about 10 p.m. on July the 4th, leaving her two sons, ages two and four, in the back seat when an employee notified her that someone was trying to steal her vehicle. Uh, Booker Hicks ran out to it, jumped in the passenger side, According to NBC5, I seen my two babies still back there. She told the local news station, I'm asking the man, hey, my kids are back there. Stop. Pull over. Pull over. Booker Hicks, two kids were in the back seat of the vehicle through it all. When the man, later identified by police department as 36-year-old, what's up with these 36-year-olds? Yeah, I don't uh, know. They should know better. Ricky Wright. Pictured above, so apparently he's got a criminal history because I already got a mugshot of him. This is before he's got a hole in his face. <laughs> um, uh, refused to stop the SUV. Booker Hicks grabbed a gun from her glove compartment, so she jumped from the back seat to the front seat, uh, got her gun, and shot the man in the face. Said, I wasn't necessarily worried about my car. I was more worried about my kids. That's good. Is what she said. The car then crashed into a telephone pole. Uh, Booker Hicks told reporters that she meant to fire the shot as a warning, but also told Fox 4 she believed in defending what's mine. She had recently purchased the gun for protection. Just to see him slumped over like I was just like, Lord, my kids are in the car. They done seen me shoot somebody. Um, Which, I mean, they saw you protect them yeah. from who knows what. Uh, says Wright was taken to the hospital, treated for his injuries. According to police, he's in serious stable condition uh, and faces two counts of unlawful restraint, unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Uh, he also yeah. do a, yeah, at least that, yeah. Uh, he also had past runs with the law, assault, arson, no theft, kidding, yeah. Uh, making terroristic threats, resisting arrest, drug-related charges. Uh, Booker Hicks is not facing charges at this time. She and her children were unharmed. There was a quote I read somewhere. It was hilarious. And this this is not the article where I saw it. But (laughs) she had said something, and they took it out of this one, but it was freaking hilarious. But anyway, I want to praise her. Um... For protecting what's hers, Maxine, was it not Maxine? Her name is Michelle Booker Hicks. So Yeah, don't mix her up with the other one. No, 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 no. Yeah. So this is the opposite so, of our jack wagon train. These are uh, non-jack. These are heroes who have uh, um, used their Second Amendment rights the way they were intended to be used. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Which one didn't? Keeping bear means to actually carry it. Oh well, uh, she had it in a yeah, glove box. So, yeah. This there is a whole lot of dumb luck in that story. 
Oh, no the, doubt. The, the fact that the fact that uh, she saw. I mean, first of all, you should never leave your keys in your car any, anywhere. But uh, even even here, I don't leave my keys dangling in my car. Uh, the fact that the, that he didn't just drive off without her seeing it. The fact that she was able to catch up to him, then get in there, then grab the gun. That's a whole lot of luck. She's yeah. a very lucky individual. And determined. Uh, determined pissed off mama. Yeah. yeah. But I, I got an idea. How about if you're going to carry a gun, actually have it attached to your body? Yeah. So that it's with you all the time. Even better. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages, do not use guns as Okay, guns are not for scaring off bad guys. It, it, it I, I want to slam my head in a car door when I hear people say that. I was just going to fire a warning shot to scare them. Mm-hmm. A, don't do that. B, don't say that. And you know why people but, say it, Marty? But Joe they, Biden, because they haven't had tra- they haven't had training. She, yeah, but they she's say not that because they think that makes them sound reasonable. Right. They, they think when guilty. they're standing in front of the reporters, if they say, well, I just meant to fire a warning shot, that that makes them seem like a good person. Sure. I understand. Uh, you're, you're either justified or you're not. And saying I tried to fire a warning shot doesn't change the facts of the case. Absolutely not. She did, it, she did what she should have done, which was shoot the guy in the face. Just shoot him in the head. Shoot him in and about his, his head, neck, chest, and body. And and be done with it. Do your business. Don't. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, if I can tell you anything, uh, your your first stop should not be in front of the KABC news cameras. <laughs> no. Those people are not your friends. No, they're not on your side. Stay away from the news. Yeah, stay away from them at all costs. Stay away from the news. Apparently, this guy's been shot in the noggin before because this mug shot of him. He's got a huge gash on his forehead already. Yeah, it's like he's he's already taken one to the to the noggin. <laughs> oh yeah, I, you know, super. This, slow. Is, this was not his first time. This was not his first rodeo. No, it was. I mean, you yeah. just I just read he's a career part criminal of his rap sheet, and he probably has enough on his rap sheet where he should have, at the time of the a carjacking, he should have actually been in prison. But you know, we just can't put felons in prison and make them stay there because that doesn't do any good. No, that's it's not. Be, what it's better to for. Yeah, put him on a, a supervised adult probation and let him out amongst the citizens. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. On the 4th of July. Yeah. Oh, well, good uh, for Michelle. I just wanted to uh, to point her out. I thought that was a, a good story. And damn it, if I can't find that quote that she had, they don't have it on this one. It was hilarious. If I find it, I'll I'll read it later. Give him something to think about or something like that? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I think I think she said, "Hopefully, this will give him something to think about." That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, there's a one in the story that I'm looking at. It says, "I hope that woke him up." That's it. Read that quote. Yeah. That's the one. I hope that woke him up. It says, "I wasn't necessarily worried about my car." Booker Hicks said, "I was more worried about my kids. I'm not a killer or anything, but I do believe in defending what's mine." I hope that woke him up. Exactly. I, I to, actually, you guys, you guys want to know? All right, from from a man who used to wear the badge and, and the uniform and all that jazz, I'm, I'm gonna tell you a story. You'll it didn't. It. Didn't wake him up. No, it put him right to sleep. It put him no, in a coma. As, I hope, no, for a as soon as he 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 he's had what was his rap sheet? Uh, it Terroristic was, threats, assault, 
theft, robbery. Yeah. 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 He, he's a career, he's a career bad guy at 36. And yeah. He's going to keep doing this until he's, until he's room temperature. Yeah. Uh, he's going to live and he's going to get out of the hospital and he'll, he'll go through trial and he'll get a, an attorney and they'll plead some kind of a thing and he'll do half of his sentence and then he'll be back out on the streets of, of Texas and, and he will find someone else to victimize. Uh, you're like, man, that's awful cynical. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's awful cynical. Yeah, we, we had previous charges of assault, arson, theft, making a terroristic threat, resisting arrest, drug-related charges. Yeah. And that's just yeah. the ones that they, you know, before he was an adult. They pr- they probably got bored. You know, they're like, oh, we don't even have room for any more. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, room for the rest of this stuff. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he's he didn't learn anything, and and. As long as he's drawing breath, he's going to be victimizing people. Well, he's not he's out no of the woods hard. yet. They said he's <clears throat> he's uh, in serious condition. Serious, yeah, still in serious condition, but stable. They've stabilized him. Well, I'm sure they're spending tens of thousands of uh, uh, Texas tax taxpayer dollars, dollars to keep him alive. Yeah, just so yeah. he can go to jail and get probation. And they can and spend tens of thousands him. of Texas taxpayer dollars to yeah. house him. And he'll jump. He'll jump bail and. <laughs> Well, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll do portion, a portion of his sentence and in two, three, four years, everyone will have forgotten about this and he'll just be another number in the system. And, uh, the, the prisons will be crowded and they'll be like, well, prisons are crowded. This guy's served, you know, 30% of his sentence. Yeah. Go ahead and put him on Let him out. adult, adult probation, send him out. It's a shame, but Thanks this story is about yeah. Booker Hicks. Yeah. So Michelle Booker Hicks. You are a hero to your kids, but learn learn to carry your gun, Michelle. There are a lot yeah, of places actually, if you're good, yeah that you Lord can go in heaven and train. carry your gun. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of places there in in Texas that will offer you some free classes. You guys are down. You, you know where you're not going to get free classes, Marty? Uh, Chicago. No, student of the gun. Student because, of the gun. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you what: free classes are worthless, and here's why. The student has no investment. The student has no investment. They're not investing. Uh, and so they're just there to absorb something for free. Uh, when, when, you know what people get the most out of something? When they have to pay for it. When they got a little skin in the game. Travel. Yeah, I understand that. But at the same That's time, if you, can, if you can offer something free to get somebody started into it and get them a little bit oh, of I, I know where your heart is at, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. but as somebody who's been doing this for 30 years. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I hear I've you. taken plenty of classes for free, like in the business world that I've learned a lot from, and they yeah. got me further down the road. So yeah. yeah, Women and police always want free training. Women and police. I'll take, I'll take free training. Yeah. Well, it's available. Just just look it out and then uh, or seek it out. Uh, but there's also really good training that you pay for, like at Student of the Gap. And how do they get in touch with you, Paul? Uh, it's really hard. Just go to studentofthegun.com. Boom. There it is. Student now, we, we, we offer, you know, and I'm, I'm being kind of a. And you give free training over your podcast, too, and over your. You oh, give yeah. free oh, yeah. advice but daily. I, I, as somebody who's held classes, like physical, come to the gun shop, to the thing. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll got one. I got one for you, Marty. All right. So. Before before we did launch Student of the Gun full time, I was doing uh, a bunch of uh, armed citizen classes at, at a, a local gun range, and I had a woman call me up and she said, "I want to sign up for this class uh, on Saturday." But they said it's an eight hour class. I said, "Yeah, it, it is." Well, 
do you have to attend the whole class? <laughs> I said, well, yeah. I mean, that, it, you, it's a reason it's eight it, hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's because there's eight hours of training. She says, well, Saturday's my hair appointment day and I just don't know if I can make it. Like, you know, everybody's got, it's priorities. like, are you wanting me to argue with you here? Or? <laughs> everybody's got priorities. So she wanted to know yeah. if she could go to her hair appointment come and back. Then just come for like a few hours. Yeah. And you tell no. her, no, no. Yeah. That's it. I but mean, it's, you, it's, it's that kind of, that's one of my favorites though, Marty. That's one that of my is favorite awesome. stories. Is, that is a great, well, well, well the day of example. the class, that's my hair appointment day. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, and I said, you know, you said, I'm Don't sure come you will, to the your class. hair will look lovely <laughs> in, in your casket. In your casket. <laughs> so That's are right. you more concerned about your hair or your life? Where's, obviously, well, obviously your hair. Her hair, I got to look good. Come on. She she must have been a Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, you're going to get letters. Oh, that's for my friends. <laughs> that's for some of my friends. And you can send those to Jared at EO Box, EO Box 405 Boulder, Colorado. But Boulder, make sure Colorado. you send a self-addressed stamped envelope if you want to reply. <laughs> Whose address is that? Boulder, Colorado. Oh, man, that, that's, that's an old address. That that goes back to like uh, like the 70s. If you wanted a, a, if you wanted more information about like syphilis, right. send a, for a three-fold brochure. Hand address returned envelope to. Yeah, send a self-addressed stamped envelope. P.O. Box. P.O. Box 405, Boulder, Colorado. That's funny. <laughs> so we got. That's where we. Go ahead. No, I was just, we got books to talk about. You've got, oh, yeah. you've got more books. Apparently you've, you've, uh, got inspired while being in Wyoming to, to write more too. Is it more inspiring there? Mm, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm usually pretty inspired. What, what have we done? Three books. We released three books since we've been here. Three books. So we've got a lot to catch up on then. So, yeah, so in 18 months, I've released three books, but, uh, uh, the, Let's talk the about most, them. the most recent one, the one we released right before, uh, before SHOT Show was examining the armed citizen. The historic struggle between man and the state for control of small arms. And essentially what I did is I, I went in uh, and I did a bunch of research, not just about gun control or the gun control movement in the United States of America, but throughout human history. Mm. And arms control is, is not new. It's been around since, well, basically recorded history. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you are aware of it, but in the uh, 11th century in Europe, there was a crossbow ban. No, and they inst- I was yeah, not aware they of that. A crossbow ban because, well, it's just too dangerous. There were these hyper dangerous tools. And if you think about it, up to before the invention of the crossbow, if you wanted to be an archer, you had to put in some time. You know, mm-hmm. you, you had to have some dexterity and some strength and some skill and practice right. and, and all that. And then somebody comes along and they invent this crossbow thing. And so any peasant could just pick that thing up, put the stock into his shoulder and, you know, press a trigger and launch a bolt through, you know, one of his majesty's troops. And we can't have that. Or the, his majesty's, uh, deer. Yeah. Or one of his majesty's deer or something. Yeah. You can't have that. Can't so uh, on his majesty's land. Yeah. I think it was uh, like, it lasted like a hundred years or something. It was endorsed <laughs> really? by the Pope and. And the kings at the time and all that. And and then you go to Japan where they had the great sword hunt where they went. They sent troops house to house. Uh, any kind of a military arm or implement, spears or swords or whatever. They were 
you know, they took them and you go into over into Europe and, and you go through the history of British gun control, uh, everywhere Britain ever took over, they instituted some type of arms restrictions against uh, the peasants. Right. So what's going on in the United States of America right now is nothing new. We're just living our own iteration of gun control, of arms control. Mm -hmm. But it's been around for at least a thousand years in recorded history. Who gets to have the guns or swords or bows or whatever and who doesn't? Uh, so, and you know, that's one of the things that, that the modern gun control movement will try and convince your, your, your reasonable Aunt Sally is that, well, we need gun control because of AR-15s or AKs or high-capacity magazines Glocks. or whatever. That's yeah. why we need it. Yeah. But they had gun control long before the invention of the AR-15. They had weapons control or arms control before the invention of the firearm. Uh, this, it's not, it's not new. Uh, the, the state has always had a history of, you know, making sure that the peasants don't have anything to resist with because, you know, if the peasants are able to resist too much, then they, then they don't give you all their money or the amount of money that you want from them. Give you all the money, all the labor. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't have that. You know, they just need to go to work and shut up and give us tax money and we don't want to hear any lip from them. So, uh, <laughs> um, we address that. I address the, the fact that, uh, you know, there, there's several Supreme Court cases where the Supreme Court has held that the police are not uh, liable if they fail to protect you. Uh, they are held harmless. Mm -hmm. And the, one, of the, uh, one of their favorite legal phrases is that police officers have no legal constitutional duty to protect individuals from harm. And that's true. Only society in general. Yeah. And that's true, right? Oh, absolutely. That is absolutely yeah. correct. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the Supreme Court uh, has, has upheld, actually on multiple occasions, state Supreme Courts. And so I went in and I addressed several cases because what is the other argument that, you know, your reasonable father-in-law or Uncle Jim or whatever, or that guy at work, what does he say? Oh, uh, you know, yeah, maybe before we had 911 and before we had police response and da-da-da-da-da. But, you know, today in America, we have the police and that's, you don't need guns because the police are here to protect you. And you say, well, actually, you have no idea what you're talking about. Or you could say, what would you say if I told you the Supreme Court said that the police are not here to protect you? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's not true. That can't possibly be true. They'd like, say, well, I don't believe it. In fact, yeah, so you open up to that page and you're like, look, case one, case two, case three. Do you want me to keep going? So, uh, and any politician who says that, you should surrender your guns because of the police or 911 or whatever, or only the police should have guns, is either a criminal liar or so ignorant of the law that they should not be in elected office. Oh, my gosh. That would be 98% of them that yeah. are in office right now. No, I mean, no kidding. Is it, how, how is it that Paul Markle can write this book and point all this stuff out and congressmen and senators can go in front of television cameras and say, there's no reason for a person to own an AR-15 when we have police. And you're like, yeah, but the thing is there, buddy, the Supreme Court has said that the police could be in the driveway while I'm being murdered in my house. Heck, they could be on the other side of a glass door while I'm getting stabbed to death. And the Supreme Court said that they are not liable or they could be a um, school security guard that, uh, when there's an active shooter, just sits his ass outside. 
Yeah, it just hides outside. Yeah. And, and then there. we learned that the in Vegas with that dealio that they had going on at the um, man, I can't remember the name of the casino. Man, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay, Mandalay Bay, yeah. yeah. They they hung out a floor below him for a little while. Yeah, well, they heard gunshots, and so they retreated. Yeah. Wow. Which, but you need to surrender all of your guns to the police because they're here to protect you. Yeah. And when we were talking about this, I've had some people ask me, well, isn't it your job to protect yourself? Yeah, I'm not saying that I expect the police to protect me as an individual. We're just using this as an instance where the politicians are saying that, well, you don't need these guns because the police are there for you. Well, no, they're not because the Supreme Court says that they're not responsible for my safety, which is fine. So let me be responsible for my own. Yeah, let me be responsible for my own safety. Well, I mean, that goes to prove that the government is not responsible for your safety. Only you can be responsible for your safety. And if they take that away from you, then there's nobody looking out for you yeah there's no one there's no one so uh well the here's what i was like to say i'll stop with the exam it's called examining the armed citizen and it's ammunition for your brain that's what it is and i want your brain to be fully loaded and uh how long did it take you to write this i mean you got years and years of experience obviously that goes into this this book you said you were doing some some research where where did your travels take you for your research well actually my travels took me to to uh, books and the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, this world. actually was the longest book for me to compile uh, because it is the the most detailed, uh, or it's, it's it has the most detailed yeah. references and sourcing of any of the books I've ever written. Because I figured, you know, as soon as it came out, and I started, you know, destroying or attacking these arguments, like, you know, you need you don't need guns because we have the police and. Yeah. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And did the Nazis uh, really ban guns in Germany? Um, you're, you're yeah, covering yeah. That. Uh, and and the the fact is, is the Nazis did not ban ju- guns in Germany. They really? banned guns from the unreliable people. You see, if you're a card carrying Nazi, you know, if you're a member of the National Socialist German Workers Party, mm-hmm. you can have all the guns you want because because you're part of the good guy team. Right. Man. You're you're one of us. But it's those other people, you know, those unreliable people. Those Jews and gypsies and, you know, and, and Catholics and, you know, whatever, those people, they're, they're the not They can't have them. Yeah. That's who, yeah. who they were banned from. And you're talking about other countries and strict gun control laws that are they more safe, less terrorism. So you cover well, yeah, a lot you know, in this I talk book. About, about the, the criminal and the terrorist, how that, the, the, the reason and the excuse, you know, we're all told that, that you, you, you and I can't have blank, blank. You can't have a plastic part that screws onto a black rifle because of terrorists. So they use terrorists as the excuse all the time. But if you examine it, you find that the laws that are being applied to us supposedly to prohibit terrorism or criminal behavior don't actually ever do that. Hmm. And they never have. So Australia being a a good example of one of those countries um, who have strict gun laws, gun bans. Um, I just read an article the other day to where they're, they're getting even more. It's like, you know, we only want to ban certain things, you know, like very, sounds very familiar to what's happening here in America. You know, we only want to ban bump stocks. You know, we only want to ban, you know, AR 15s. Well, you know, Australia was successful in, in doing all that. And now people have to be highly vetted, and you have to state reasons as to why, if you've got 
anything I think caliber over I can't remember what caliber it was, but if it's higher than a certain caliber, you've got to have even you know well, we, stricter we've got reasons. Some list, we got some listeners in Australia, and one of them detailed his experience to us. Yeah, he I, wanted to buy a twenty-two pistol, a Walther twenty-two target pistol. It took him fourteen months from the beginning of his mother may I application process before he was able to take control of his Walther 22 target pistol. Yeah. And before, and now so I've read that they're, they're even getting more strict on their, it's like, okay, so the, the caliber restriction was this. Now they've raised it to this It's like, why are, you know, if you've got this caliber, you've got to justify why you, why you're carrying this caliber now. And if you can't justify it in their eyes and the way their law states, it's whatever the authority, authoritative person decides is reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have a, this is what's reasonable. It's whatever that there's person. No, there's no shall issue. No. It's all, if, if, if big brother says it's okay, then yes, but yeah. otherwise forget It's all it. that individual person, whoever's in charge at that time, whoever they got to go through, if he thinks that it's reasonable it's reasonable if you think it's not reasonable it's not reasonable and you're shit out of luck yeah and they keep going after more and more is what i just it was an article if you guys just google uh, australian gun laws in the news it'll come up uh, in your google search and you can read about it but i just thought that was interesting it falls in line with what you're saying here with your book definitely so the examining the armed citizens on amazon uh it's ammunition for your brain i want your brain to be fully loaded uh, and you can get it as a paperback or as a Kindle. I was uh, say, it looks like it's a leather. Is that leather? It nah, looks it's like a Bible. Like the shiny cover. Okay. Shiny. Like yeah. a leather cover on that. Like, yeah. No, you can't sell leather covered books for <laughs> for that price. <laughs> for nine ninety nine, you get the paperback, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And if you're a, a, a what is it, Kindle? Kindle uh, Unlimited. Unlimited. Zero. Yeah. If you have Kindle Unlimited, you can. Uh, Download it onto your phone immediately because you're already paying for it. You can get it for free. There you go. Very nice. And that's called Examining the Armed Citizen, the Historic Struggle Between Man and the State for Control of Small Arms. Yep. By Paul Markle. So that's uh, one. You have, You got two more? Well, I, the uh, the Cigar Etiquette for Barbarians book we released uh, about a year ago, right, Jared? Yeah. How that have I like not after- heard about that one? <laughs> you've heard about cigar etiquette for barbarians no i was gonna say how have i not heard about that one i don't know you're not paying close attention man i don't read a lot uh well yeah I wrote, a, I wrote a cigar book and uh it, it's out and it's available but the the one that we just uh I, i'm doing a, a podcast called morning mindset uh-huh and and it's a real uh it's an easy to digest morning mindset it's about it's not about guns and politics and so forth. It's about uh, positive and productive living. And uh, I keep the I keep the uh, episodes really short on purpose. Basically, it's like a cup of coffee podcast. So you pour yourself a cup of coffee, you hit play, you sit there, you listen, finish your coffee, you're done, and you're moving on with your day. Uh, and it's just called Morning Mindset with Paul Markle. It's on iTunes and okay. every podcast, everything. Uh, and we just uh, surpassed episode 100 on that. Congratulations. And I asked people if they would be interested in me going uh, a little farther in depth in some of the topics in book format. And, you know, the, I got a positive response. 
So I sat down over a period of a couple months and I wrote the book Morning Mindset, a 30-day plan for a more positive and productive life. And the way it's laid out, it's laid out so that you could uh, can absorb one lesson per day for 30 days. And you see how I did that. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> I, I don't want people, to, yeah, I, don't, I don't expect people to try and, and, you know, digest it all. And everybody's busy. Everybody's got, you know, things to do and families and careers and so forth. But if you can dedicate about 10 minutes a day to consuming the material, then, you know, I can, I, I've been, I've, I've been, in the Marine Corps, I was a non-commissioned officer in Marine Corps, and, and I've been writing and teaching. I've been a professional instructor for a long time. So I just took a lot of my uh, well, 30-plus years of experience, and I put it uh, in that book. And so the Morning Mindset book is available right now on Amazon as a paperback. The Kindle's not out yet, but uh, we just released it, what, uh, the 28th of June, I think, was the very first day. Okay. Sounds so like it's, a good. It's, it's uh, pretty fresh. Have that cup of coffee, take your morning poo, kind of read. Yeah, you know, put it on the back of your toilet. Oh, yeah, and, and read one lesson per morning movement, and you, <laughs> you could do something productive You'll rather than playing better your life on your phone. Absolutely, and uh, these are all available on Amazon. They go, mm-hmm. they go to your website too. Uh, some of them are available as signed copies uh, on our website. All the books, I think, I've got. I don't know, nine or 10 books now, uh, are available on Amazon as, as, you know, paperbacks and except for the morning mindset, they're all available as Kindle versions too. Okay. I'll definitely check out the morning mindset. Uh, that sounds intriguing. Now, uh, I see that Matt did a forward for you on the cigar etiquette for uh, barbarians. <laughs> Matt. Dorito. Yeah. My friend, Matt Dorito from pop evil. Yeah. Our friend. Good guy. Yep. Love he's Matt. a cigar aficionado. Yes, he, he is. I'm sure he's an aficionado of a lot of things. <laughs> no doubt yeah. uh so you guys check out paul's new books um i've got a lot of reading to catch up on i'm a little embarrassed i didn't know you'd had that many books released since last time we talked so Dude, you know what's funny is that we obviously have friends in the media in the gun industry media you and i and dad and everybody that's on this call and i'll get somebody will ask me what well, did you did you hear this episode of mine i'm like bro we produce so much content. <laughs> Please send me a link if you want me to listen to something specific. Right. I, we're, we're so busy producing, and I'm sure you are too, that it's like yeah. I don't see everything. Like, just I don't send, listen. I don't see. No. I, I just don't have time. You know? yeah. I wish I did. And that's what I tell you guys. When you got something new, just get in touch with me, and we'll talk about it on the show. We'll, we'll highlight it. I love, I love yeah, talking we, we to you Yeah, we do that. I mean, we, we get... We just get busy and, and, you know, I've, I've, I've co-hosted other people's shows and I've been guests and, and I, I know what it, what it's like, you know, it's like YouTube people are like, Oh, did you see this YouTube video? Did you see this YouTube video? I'm like, <laughs> no, similar, of, no. 10.2 billion videos are out there. Yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. That exact one. Right. <laughs> That's why, um, and you were talking about your, um, your uh, first aid kits earlier. You know, we mm-hmm. we uh, had a, a leadhead that was in a predicament. You know, summertime coming up, he's going to be wearing shorts. You know, he was looking for a kit that he could carry that would be conducive with his shorts. And I immediately sent you guys. I was like, "Hey, correct. yeah, you tagged us in." I was like, "Correct this guy." <laughs> like right? a tag team championship, man. Did we win? Exactly. I don't know. Did he order one? If he ordered, I one, don't know. No, somebody he, ordered one. Then a shipping hugger. Then you are he the does. winner. Yeah. What's up? 
<laughs> yeah, out of all the name? customers, Zach's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that guy." <laughs> I don't know. I recognize a lot of names. I remember a lot of names. I don't know. I guess I could pull it up on Facebook here, but I don't yeah, but it, it's cool. But it's he either did or he didn't. You know, I, I get that. We get that all the time. People are like, "Oh, I'm gonna get one of those for sure." I'm like, "Okay, well, I see the sales records, and you're a liar." But <laughs> <laughs> unless you had your mom order it for you or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and, it and it's no you. skin off my nose. I mean, I'm not going to be the one laying on the side of the road bleeding to death. And, you know, <laughs> if price yeah. is an object for these people, they can get the student kit, which is the least expensive of all of them and the most compact. Let's talk That's about right. the, let's talk about your kits uh, real quick because I mean they are excellent piece of kit for people to 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 have in their EDC and well, on person. I mean, you guys make them so simple that you can carry them just like your your gun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I was. Uh, you know, about 10 years ago, 11 years ago now, I started working as a military contractor. And one of the, one of the classes that we taught to the troops was called uh, TCCC or Tactical Combat Casualty Care. And that's, uh, we, you teach each other, your buddies, everybody learns how to stop their buddy from dying while they're waiting for the corpsman or the medic to show up, right? Mm -hmm. And so translate, and I, and I was teaching that to these 18, 19-year-old military troops. And I was like, you know, if, if, you could teach an 18 or a 19 year old how to keep his buddy alive while he's waiting for the pros to show up. Why can't we teach this to every American? You know, if, if you're smart enough to get your concealed carry permit uh, or a driver's license, you're smart enough to be able to keep somebody alive while you're waiting for the ambulance to show up. Exactly. Yeah. So we started doing uh, the Beyond the Band-Aid classes first. Basically, I took the TCCC program and I pulled the military stuff out. Like, like I don't need to do field sanitation and spider bites you know, for the average dude on the street. Mm -hmm. But I do need to talk about what happens when an artery is open and there's bright red stuff squirting out on the ground. Um, okay. <laughs> or when somebody doesn't have an airway, uh, you know, th that, those kind of things. And after the Boston bombing, I got a bunch of uh, messages or emails about what, what kind of stuff do you think I should have on me in, you know, in that, in case of something like that. And so we did a YouTube video and, and I had a bunch of kit, you know, a bunch of things. And I showed them, you did the show and tell, you know, sure. and I said, get a Ziploc bag and buy, get this and then get that and then get this thing and put them all in a Ziploc bag. And, and when, and I was, you know, this just goes to show you, I did that video. And then the next messages I got were, well, where can I get that already put together? Where can I, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to build my own kit. I just want to get, yeah. I just want to. Like buy one thing, make it even, it make it even more simpler for me. Yeah. yeah. Just let me click so, the button and then it shows up at my door. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we came up with the very first pocket lifesaver kit, uh, based upon that. And then it's had, it's gone through some alterations and iterations in the, in the, uh, so now we're, we're at, we're at good. Now we have good, better, best. We have the, the, uh, the, the basic kit, which was the original one. It's got a rat's tourniquet in it. It's got gauze. It's got tape. It's got a nose hose, it's got gloves. And then we came up with an enhanced one that actually has a chesty comp needle and some other stuff in there. And we had the, we had the better and the best. And we were talking to our good friend, EJ Owens. And he goes, he goes, okay, you got the better and the best, but you don't have the good. You need to have three. <laughs> and, uh, and, and if you, you know, if you look at anything, you know, uh, Anything that's for more of one of, there's not two, there's always three. It's either one or three. So I actually, we sat down and we came up with an idea. And I said, you know, I, I bet you there's a lot of guys out there or girls or whatever. They're thinking, yeah, this kid is good. I should have it. I should have it on me. Put it in the car, put it in the bag, put it in the pack, put it in my hip pocket. But if I give one of those to my 15 year old, 
and and I spent forty, fifty dollars or sixty dollars even for it, and they lose it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be pissed. Right? right? We all have 13, 14, 15 year olds. And if you give a kid a fifty dollar kit and you're like, hey, where's your kit? Oh, I don't know. I had it and now lifted I don't. at Brian's house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I left it over, you know. So what we came up with is what I actually call the student kit. It's got a TK4 tourniquet, it's got gauze, it's got tape, uh, it's got the gloves. But it's priced at less than $25. Nice. So, you know, you're thinking, I want to give one to my kid. So if your kid loses the student kit, you're going to be annoyed. But you're certainly not going to be as pissed as if they lost a $60 trauma Not kit. as pissed, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, and and the student kits are obviously. Still uh, need to give them a good talking to if they lose it. Yeah, they're smaller, so they're easy to carry. And And if you're, you know, you're going to the zoo and you've got your shorts, T-shirt, and, and your, your comfortable walking shoes, you're like, well, I, I can't carry medical gear on me. Yes, you can. Absolutely. If you can carry a wallet and a cell phone on you, you can carry a kit. Yep. And we've actually, if, if you want to check out the Pocket Lifesaver, it's real simple, pocketlifesaver.com. But we've actually distilled down um, into what we call the fundamental four, and that's what you should carry on you, which is lethal, sharp, bright, and medical. And nowadays with technology and things being so small, you can carry all those in a tank top and shorts and flip-flops. Lethal, sharp, bright, and medical. Yeah. There you go. Don't leave your house. Don't so, leave your, those are four things you should have everywhere. So I found I found the uh, the guy. It's, it's Ed Burton. He said, need a way other than an ankle rig to carry a blowout kit for short season. Any suggestions? There you go. Hey, Ed. Shorts with pockets. Ed, <laughs> and Ed actually just emailed me again uh, the day before yesterday um, on a new night vision company that he uh, is friends with. So Ed has been very engaging with uh, the Leadhead Brigade and with me. So, Ed, you just won yourself some stuff from the Talking Lead Swag Vault. So get in touch with me. And I'm gonna hook you up with some cool stuff, Ed. Nice. Yeah, it's righteous. You're yeah. such a nice guy, Mark. We reward oh, our so, our so listeners so here who are engaging with us on social media through email. Yeah. You know, who makes Jack Wagon nominations, um, just anything. So we like to reward them just at random. This is our our five and a half years we've been doing talking lead, and yeah, we we pretty much started within a couple of weeks of each other, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, it was right after Sandy Hook happened. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was within a couple of weeks of, of each other because we, we had our, our five-year anniversary in March. Yeah, March 8th, 2013 okay. is when we started. Ours officially yes. was December, but we're, we're celebrating it this whole year, our fifth year the whole year, by giving away awesome prizes from the Leadhead, uh, from Talking Lead Vault, Swag Vault, and from our uh, sponsors. We've nice. been giving away watches. We've been giving away uh, modern Spartan system kits. We've been giving away scopes, giving away all kinds of cool stuff. I need to start engaging over there. Maybe you'll send me a watch. That's right, man. You should start <laughs> sending Marty some letters. <laughs> no, I'll definitely. I'll send you I'll, some pictures, man. Hook you guys up with some watches. I mean letters, not pictures. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're as good as the last pictures that you sent me. <laughs> you you got to outdo yourself from the last ones. But, yeah, that's gonna be hard. But guys, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're busy as hell um, with all the the shows that you're doing, the books that you're writing. 
and just the Wyoming and Utah living that you're doing now. That's awesome. I got to get up there and visit you guys. I've always wanted to come up there. We have a guest. You should. You should. Yep. Do some Don't hunting. Don't just say it. Do it. No, hunting. Um, want to come up there during hunting season. Well, it's killing season right now. How's it work? Uh, do they do like uh, draws and stuff for big game up there? How's it work? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If, if you want to take one of his majesty's elk or his majesty's <laughs> bear or, you know, moose or anything like that. Right. Uh, yeah. You got to get on that stuff early. Uh, you got to get on that stuff early. Um, and, and when I mean early, I mean like in January, February. Uh, Two years the, ahead of the, time? Yeah. For the following year or what have you. Cause, uh, yeah. Yeah, His Majesty only gives out so many writs, you know, per year to uh, to take his game, and uh, I got but you. right, what you know, you know what I'm into. Or at least you should, I'm into the varmint hunting because nobody cares about varmints and pre- <laughs> nobody cares about varmints and predators. How does it work so, in Wyoming? Is it just year round there, or yeah, is it oh, certain? Yeah. No, because no. Tennessee's backwards here. I mean, they got a freaking you know season for everything. It's ridiculous. Even the the predators, nah, the varmints, no, Trim, varmints pre- and predators are all year long. It's open season all day long. Oh, you know, it's it's just like Seven Eleven, man. It never closes. Okay, uh, so we we can do some hog hunting. We can do some. <laughs> you ain't gonna kill no hogs up here. It's you got high. no hogs up there? No. We need to bring some. I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> just don't tell fishing game you're bringing them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> His Majesty will be mad. <laughs> uh, His Majesty will be displeased. He'd be very displeased. Yeah, we got, the, we got the coyotes and prairie dogs and jackrabbits. Prairie dogs. That's something I, I heard that's fun as shit. Is, uh, oh, yeah. Shooting prairie dogs, hunting prairie dogs. We make them dance. Eradicating prairie dogs. Let me say it that way. <laughs> well, uh, and I'll, I'll let you. We don't, we're not going to turn this into a hunting show, but something that uh, most people don't. You know, people out east think that prairie dog hunting is they hear they've all heard of these prairie dog towns uh-huh. right like in south dakota where you you sit on the side of a hill and you just lay in one spot and you shoot at hundreds of prairie dogs yeah all and that's not the way it is that don't here. exist okay no and what we've got is you'll have colonies you know but you have to move around mm-hmm. uh, we got a lot of uh, mesquite and, and you know sagebrush and all that jazz and uh, but then we probably got what what would you say? Two hundred fifty thousand acres of BLM land um, that, that we have open access to, plus the ranch. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and and fortunately, unlike Nevada, we don't have any uranium in ours, so the federal <laughs> government doesn't feel the need to, to to kill ranchers in order to get their hands on it. To so, get the uranium, you know, yeah. yeah, to get the uranium. So we well, lucky us. <laughs> but you do have UFOs out there, though, right? Well, in Nevada, they do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's close. They gotta they gotta come through there eventually. Mm. Yeah, they buzzed well, they the towers through Wyoming. That's why the that's why the UFOs actually were landing in Nevada because of the uranium deposits. All the uranium but, they need. Yeah, to... but we we don't need you know. Because that's hey, what they Zach, need. I got a question for you. Zach, is your mic on? I I thought you were just gonna ask the what? shipping ogre. Um, do the flat earthers believe in aliens? Maybe. They believe in extraterrestrials. Ter- how, how do you pronounce it? Extraterrestrial. Terrorist. Extra, extra meaning more, and ter- terra meaning land. Mm. From more land. Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a question for uh, for it, the ages. It's a thing. Do, does the flat Earth Society believe in extraterrestrial life? So, no, who is the, the flat Earthers? Who is that again? What? Yeah. What's the flat Earth Society? I said, who who are the what? Fake? 
There's the Flat Earth Society, I think, is the one that you're not supposed to listen to. And the, oh, the Remember, Flat Earthers the, the say ones, that you're not one, supposed to listen to Flat Earth Society. The ones who uh, who have the picture of the the Earth turnip. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know that there's an org, there's an actual organization in America trying to convince people that that the round Earth is a lie and it's that flat. we're living on a flat Earth. And that, it has too many followers. And we have no gravity. Gravity doesn't exist. It's well, the downforce. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an electric electrical downforce. You just don't understand. You need to educate yourself. <laughs> I, I need to get out more often, don't I? Yeah, <laughs> I got to get more often. I didn't uh, even know you had. I didn't know you had three new books out. So yeah, I got to get out more go. often, man. Hey, hey, do so you get wear sp- hats often, Marty. Do I wear hats often? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Hey, Zach, will you get him one of our icon hats? I'm wearing one right now. If you can see no. it. Well, Send, will you, you send him one, please? Sure thing. Thank, Thank you. you. How do you feel about beanies? Love beanies. Okay. Like toboggan beanies? With, with, what, what kind of show? A hat. We have multiple hats. You like beanies with or without the tag? Yes. <laughs> when you say beanie, are you talking about like, like a toboggan? Tobo- yeah. Isn't yeah. a toboggan a sled? No, it's something you put on your noggin. Toboggan on your noggin. A toboggan in, in Michigan is a sled, but go ahead. Toboggan sled. Well, there's the toboggan uh, Olympics. Cap, that? that too. Did you guys get? Um, did I hook you up with some shirts at NRA? Did y'all, go, did y'all come by the booth at NRA? I don't wear we, shirts. We, I went by the booth and I, I made I, I like made uh, faces at Rob, um, but other than that, everybody did that. Did I hook you guys <laughs> up with shirts? No, no. But okay, I'll hook you up with some shirts. <laughs> we got the new Leadhead Brigade shirts. Oh, that's right. That's right. You got the new brigade shirts. Yeah, the new the brigade shirts. And then we got our um, uh, Letties, the new talking I, Letties. Better than the, a Yeti. Those are cool. The talking Letties. Talkin so Letty. you lead heads go to dip123.com forward slash talking lead to get your talking lead assault mugs right here. <laughs> <laughs> the big evil black assault mugs. <laughs> so Deanie named them that. So you need to come up with easier addresses like talkinglead.com. <laughs> well, seventeen seventy six United is the official swag provider for for everything but our our cups, but they're going to start carrying those soon. So until there then, you go. Until then, yeah, they've got to go to dip one two three dot com forward slash talking lead. Um, <laughs> but you can still get our t shirts at seventeen uh, six united dot com. And patches, right. t-shirts and patches. All right, anything else, you guys? No, that's pretty much all it. your go new stuff the there. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, go to studentthegun.com. Uh, you guys listen to them uh, pretty much anywhere you listen to Talking Lead, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. Yep. Where, where else, are you guys? You're probably more places than me. Everywhere. Because if you can listen to a podcast, you can listen to us. If you have a podcast tune app, in. we're on it. There tune you in. It's one that you didn't mention, but yeah, tune in, tune out. Oh, I need to see if I'm on tune in. If you're not, I'll help you if you if you need okay. it. Yeah, I need to, you know I need help with all that stuff. <laughs> I you need more help than I can give you. I do. I do. I'm one of those people, you know, free, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. Make sure that you go and support those that support this show. Right on the official optics of Talking Lead, right on USA.com. 
X-Steel Targets, the best, most affordable AR500 steel targets on the market today, X-Steel Targets. And you just missed out on a huge 4th of July sale. They were doing 45% off. You could probably go check it out. They may still have a few things left uh, with that discount. But just get in touch with Bud over at X-Steel Targets. Modern Spartan Systems. Don't just clean your firearms. Optimize them with Modern Spartan Systems line of cleaning, lubricants, uh, greases, and, of course, the TVT engine oil additive, guys. I run that in the lead sled, and I'm over – I'm getting close to 320,000 miles in the old lead sled. Nice. And we put it in all our vehicles, anything with an engine, our mowers, our generators, everything. We run the TVT engine oil additive. It's good stuff. And it's environmentally safe. So there you go. Being up there in Wyoming. <laughs> Clean air. Keeps it that way. And, of course, Defy watches the official wrist wear of Talking Lead. And the awesome bills. 44% across the board. Any watch at Defy. Watches.com right now. You guys get the discount. That's going to last until the end of the month. And then make sure you go and check out the Zoo Box. Uh, just sign up for the newsletter there, and you're going to get entered for a chance to win a watch every Friday. And at the end of their 11-day period that we talked about earlier, they're giving away a $1,200 Atlantis watch. So something to, uh, to get involved with it. I think that's everybody. Uh, of course, 1776 United, your people swag. Go there. Get all your cool. Thank you so much again for taking the time. Hopefully, I'll get to see you guys soon. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us on. You're welcome anytime. Anytime you want to talk about anything important or just shoot shit, that's what we're here for, man. And we do talk hunting on this show, too, Paul. Well, there you go. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. didn't want to uh, bore your listeners. No, we talk. We, we try not to talk politics on the show. We talk about everything else but politics, but sometimes we get snookered into politics. You have to go into it sometimes, man. Sometimes. It just happens that way. But until next episode, Leadheads, as always, keep your loved ones close. And this is Paul with Student of the Gun, and keep your firearms closer. And I'm Jared with Student of the Gun. Keep your firearms closer. And Alex. He's my Oh, did she leave? And Zach. Yeah. I'm Zach, and you keep your firearms closed. Zach with who? Student of the Gun. Uh, I'm just here with freaking Walmart. I'm Zach running the board. I'm Zach running the board. Welcome to Walmart. Get your shit and get the fuck out. There you go. Y'all know the, the tag? And your firearms closer. It's closer, yeah. Yeah. So I'll do it again. <laughs> Forgot that we were supposed to do it with you. Okay. <laughs> right. This happened last time. Let's, let's do this. <laughs>